This is a HeadGum Podcast. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. So, it's yeah. me, it's Alex. Yeah, yeah. Hamilton. Uh, yeah. It's uh, Angelica, Skyler, and it's Eliza, and Aaron, and, um, yeah. us, uh, you know, whatever, Hercules, everybody, but everybody's there. Yes. And, um, and we're trying to, you know, it's, a, it's one of those rooms, you know, we're trying to come up with the ending for Deadpool 2, and we're like... Thinking like, well, we've got to up the ante, you know, last time, uh, I think he like wound up having sex or something. So yeah. like, maybe he's and got to Francis now. and stuff. Do you bring Francis back? I know. Well, and it's, yes. And that was a big discussion. And Angelica seemed, was dead set. Francis has to be there. Or I'm not watching it. Is Deadpool. there a Deadpool without Francis? And, uh, and but I, Francis, of course, I think died on the first one. I thought it's going to be distracting, yeah, because he died. Okay. And so now we that have was to tell a disagreement, a and our I did the day before, and like whether or not he actually had died. Okay, yeah, I to to my mind, he's dead. Okay, um, but he didn't feel his death, so then it's sort of tree falls in a fork. But anyway, so we're trying to come up, we're trying to come up with it, and suddenly I realize he's got like swords and stuff, right? Deadpool does. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what if he just kind of sliced the screen open and the movie ends that way end. so it almost seems like an accident like he accidentally end the movie okay and then you don't have to really have like a next, story oh, what about the next movie well they're gonna have to fix the screen yeah. but that buys us some time at least <sighs> so anyway I, I don't know if they're doing it if they're not doing it but if you go and see it and there's he's slicing towards the camera uh-huh. you know holla at your boy so, uh, hi. Uh, hi, hi, hi. Welcome to Hollywood Hamilton, Hamilton Insider's, Insider's Guide to, to Kicking Butt and Dropping, button, dropping names, names in the Red Carpet in the Line, red carpet back, line back hallways of this industry, industry we call, we call showbiz. showbiz. What up, what up? And Ryan, now, you remember Ryan, now what remember? we said, now you say, yup, yup. And Ryan go, yup, yup. Yup, yup. Yeah, but deeper. That's good. Yup, yup. That's good. Um, so, uh, obviously we're juiced, we're freaking out. You can hear in my voice that it's almost trembling a little bit. We got one of the biggest guests in the biz. And it's like, what the heck is is happening? Yeah, and what, and on this one hand, what took so long to have him back? But on the other hand, why would he even agree to come back? Um... It is. He it, didn't enjoy the first time he was it is, here. Yeah, it's like it's so insulting that it did take so long. But but, it, but it's like it's a pretty big it's, compliment. It's so nice. It's really nice to come back. But it's also um, very mean. I'm talking, of course, about my main main Zukis, the friggin' uh, Jason Jace with the mace, manzooking woman. Ah, what do you? What does it mean when people call you that? What is it? How you feel? Yeah, when people call me Manzuki Woman, Manzuki Woman, the show's well, not on anymore. FX, but it was FX, sort of yeah, yeah, great. Uh, was Simon Rich penned? Yeah, made an impression. And it on was people. different. Jonathan Kreisel mm-hmm. directed. Mm-hmm. Britt Lauer. Yeah, and now, Jay that's, and now that's your name. So what mm-hmm. is that? Yeah, yeah well, what kind I, of feelings does that come? You with? know, I don't, I don't like how. 
my name in that sense. That nickname is so now synonymously tied with a show that's been canceled. Yeah, Yeah. but isn't it brilliant but canceled? Is it? Well, I mean, you know, the numbers aren't in yet, but I think when we look back – seven, six years from now, we're going to say, wow, that went before it's time. You know, at that point, we're going to have to be processing it on the, you know, mostly just through the FX app, you know, yeah. and that we got to get those app numbers, you know, yes. we got to know what those, what those plus ones, plus twos, plus threes, and I'm talking years, no, plus yeah. three years numbers. Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. in our watch. Yeah. Yeah, it's really going to change the way we evaluate everything. There are going to be those shows, you have to think, there are going to be those shows that thrive. On watches on in the, the watch. future that we don't even know Like about. a show that's the time. I'm yeah. already thinking about. I'm already thinking. Uh, what I would be Saying glued what time to that. Oh, yeah. Glued to that. Mm-hmm. It's a show that Multiple is. Multiple times a day. It's mm-hmm. such a timely show. Uh-huh. You know, which is yeah. interesting. It's, it's a, now. why now. It's right when people it's ask really, why yes. now. Yeah, yeah, why today. Yeah, because it's time. And I go, I got a better question. Why today at 326 p.m.? Yeah. yeah. You know, and the yeah. show answers. Yeah. And if you had a good watch, you would know that that's not what time it is. Oh, know. for me? I know you were trying to say what time it is right now, but that's not right. No, I'm trying to guess the time that the listeners enjoy oh, this. Oh, okay. I know for me, if I'm a Hollywood handbook fan, I wake up, I go, am I really going to listen to this again this week? Then after lunch, I kind of start to be like, I guess I got, uh, you know. I'll give it, maybe a, I'll give it an hour. Maybe it'll be shit. different this time. But you also have yeah. to, at that point, be like, am I going to have to, do I first have to crush the 12 I've not listened to in order to get the one that I'm listening yeah, to? Yeah, my subscription has lapsed on iTunes. Yeah. I have to sort of restart it. My phone is flooded with all these oh, unlistened yeah. to episodes. I've got that little gray exclamation point. I have no more memory for texts. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, but I am going to jump in and listen. And I'm gonna, and also I'm. I wake up in the morning. I see this Jason Manzukis, and I go, "Oh, that bums me out. Why is he doing that? Like he's doing an episode of Hollywood here. Like he's the only guest. But he's got a big thing to promote. Yeah, I go. I go. I guess he kind of promote that thing, but like but still, he, that's where. Well, you know, it's it's one of, you got to make the rounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just exactly. that this is one of the rounds. Yeah. I'm just saying, from a fan perspective, from somebody who mm-hmm. listens to podcasts, I go, "This is one of the rounds now." Yeah. So anyway, uh, so anyway, at Street Twenty Six, that's when I would listen. Jason, you do have something big to promote. You're uh, doing puberty all over us. Mm-hmm. I'm bringing puberty to you guys. Let's talk mm-hmm. about that. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. So, it could be embarrassing. But 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 but, but I want to establish the ground rules before we talk about yeah. this. People are making money off of this thing. Hand over fist. You're talking yes. about puber me. Yes. Yes. Hashtag There's this puber thing going me. on. People are doing their puberty stuff, putting their puberty shots online. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. people are paying big cash for these things. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Big, big bucks. Yes. Yeah. There's a lot of pube snaps flooding my socials. Yeah. And I got to say, when I learned there was money involved, I thought, I like money. Sure. Yes. Who doesn't? Yes. But all these pube shots, we, if we do any pube shots on here, the money stays here. You mm-hmm. may send $1,000 to us. Do not send mm-hmm. to that, that other man. Oh, yeah. No. You're Steve, talking about Stephen Colbert, Stephen who, Colbert. Yes, who's giving money to charity if you post a puberty show. He says yeah, that he's, he's a, a comedian. Puberty. Oh. Known comedian. And oh, a legendary yeah. prankster. Yeah. And a lot of times the way he was acting on some of those shows isn't even what he really thought. Yeah. Huh. Oh, that's So if you look at it from that perspective, who knows? He's saying it's for Puerto Rico relief. I go, you know it would be a relief to me? A little bit of money. 
So huh. I remember a few Didn't years ago he would say stuff and I would go to work and be like, oh, I kind of agree with this guy. And people would be like, oh, you know that he's like joking, right? Yeah. So I worry you're At falling the old into, show. I you worry mean. you're falling into yeah. that same trap. Oh, you think I? Th- oh, I see. Yeah. No. He, I want you to just learn from me. He was Got saying it. the opposite a lot sure. on yes. his show, mm-hmm. which I don't support. So you think this might be an opposite scenario now, where he's saying he's going to give the money to charity? But and that's let's look at the kind track record. Foolish what, what can I yeah. go off of other than the track record? I will say, like on the Daily Show, he did like lie to people mm-hmm. professionally, you mm-hmm. know, about his intentions and about what he was going to ask them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I see where you're going with that. And you're his, a, as a host, you're a host. You have a responsibility mm-hmm. to be on the level. Yeah, that's true. You're using your own name. Just be yourself. Well, that's what I like about you guys in this show is Mm. that you are boldly putting yourselves and your reputations out here. Yes. For everybody to digest. Yeah, so Mm -hmm. if people get mad at us, we have to stand behind it. You really have to. You Mm -hmm. have to stand behind everything you say because this is who you are and you guys thrive on honesty. Mm -hmm. And we can't say like, oh, that was a character. (laughs) Yeah. No, we can't hide behind that. We can't do that. That's so thin. That's so weak when you do that. But And I would also say – I was surprised to learn when we started doing this show how many people are literally in love with the status quo and want to marry it. Yes. And don't really like that we're really slaying it. Well, you guys are kind of uh, – I, I don't know how many people are listening, but kind of speaking truth to power in your way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And, and it's w- not always popular. Yes. No. And no. we have no love for the status quo because there's no love left in our hearts because we love our fans, yep. our guests, like Jason. I yeah. love you and I'm in love I with you. I love you, you and I'm so in love with you, Jason. Wow. And yeah. Ryan. And Ryan. As well. Can you please tell Jason? I love you and I am in love with you. Yes. Oh, thank you so much, Ryan. That's always nice. And the way Ryan does it, you really feel mm-hmm. it in it your feels It feels very yeah. authentic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's always good. Um, but thank you for saying that our show is not always popular. I think that gets overlooked sometimes. I think there's a lot of there's a lot of you know there's a lot of shows whose brazen truth telling marginalizes them, mm-hmm. mm. and I think there are probably some people that would say this is one of them. Yeah, yeah, I've I could see people that they've heard that. this is one of them. Yeah, they haven't listened to it. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you actually listen, you, you know, you have, it takes a few episodes to figure it out, but you might like it. Yeah. Um, Should we get into our pubes? Let's get in. Let's, t- let's, let's get into our pubes. Let's pube mm-hmm. it up. So, uh, first of all, the show. I'm cringing. I am cringing. Oh yeah, because I'm remembering. Sure, sure. You yeah. know. The, those horrible memories, yes. those horrible events of uh, middle school. Or, yes, yeah. of seeing some of these dorky guys. Well, we have a lot. Yeah. The, the yeah. three of us can share. We weren't all necessarily in the same uh, kind of cliques when we were in. Um, no, and, and at the at the boys' lycée. And I would say I didn't really. Yeah, we all went to the same um, boarding school in Geneva, mm-hmm. and uh, and I remember it was me. It was the three of us and, and Billy Z uh, mm-hmm. were kind of the main kind of captains when you were picking kickball teams or sure. whatever. But from each clique. Yeah. Yes, and all separate. And I would even say that I didn't have a clique so much. Uh, that I was sort of a chameleon yeah, and was so good at fitting in with everyone and had so many friends that in a way I didn't have any friends. Like a jack-of-all-trades, master-of-none yeah. kind of situation. Good yeah. at, uh, studied hard, but good at sports, and but also a greaser. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. not a lot of people know, in Geneva, we still had 
we were still big like car culture. yeah it was like a big 50s hot rod culture mm-hmm. and so there was a whole gang of greasers mm-hmm. yeah and i remember replacing alternators sure you mm-hmm. know and fuel injector pumps yeah and getting down in there but at the same time being neat clean cut Mm-hmm. Sort of preppy, good at sports. Yeah. Um, it also, like when you are abroad in school, being all American is like something entirely different. Yeah. You know? it's, it's pretty rebellious. Yeah. And I remember getting a billion girls and hating it. Sure. Because it wasn't authentic. It wasn't real. Yeah. You know? Well, you had that thing of just not knowing whether they were into you for you uh-huh. or whether they were into you because of the perception, the perceived value of being with you. Mm-hmm. Right. Or your yeah. huge car. Yeah. 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 The um, car that was illegally big. And it was uh, yeah. basically, yeah. Yeah. Chevy Monster Bird. Chevy Monster Bird. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but let's, I mean, do you guys just want to tell a funny puberty story yeah, that everyone puberty. can relate to? It seems like that's popular. I'll do a quick, I mean, you guys, know, maybe you remember at the time, my parents sent me there uh, because the... I couldn't sort of be around humidity because when I went through puberty, I had this sort of um, colony of microorganisms microorganisms that would build this kind of casing around me. Like a cocoon. Yes. This kind of translucent – yes, but not – it wouldn't – well, it was an make o- me grow. It would they would take uh, energy and nutrients from me. Oh yeah, instead of providing the, to build the case. But at the same time, you have an energy shield around you. It is yes. which was helpful casing. for you as yeah. an athlete. Yes, uh, and it was like the, like the the more humid it was, the more the stronger the organisms. Organisms. Sorry, I've said it so much. I, I should be able to um, say more clearly. I, don't know, I think it sounds great. The stronger it's coming, the, it's through my headphones, it's coming through great. Thank you, Jason. Yeah, the way I'm hearing it, it really sounds great. Okay, so it's Ryan. And this is a, this is a story that I've heard sure. a million times. And, I'm still and could hear again. Still riveted. Yeah. Uh, and but you know, you, like even in the mountain air, I still would have this kind of thin casing um, that you know every morning I would wake up and I would have to kind of like strip it off myself and it would sort of grow throughout the day. Um, and I remember one day. You remember that um, beautiful nurse? Oh, sure. We had uh, um, this this like, mm, like um, older, but still like very Madame Brioche. Madame Brioche. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uma yes. Brioche. Yes. The, um, this I called her Uma just because we were um, on that term. I mean, we were first name basis. Uh, and I would go see her every day for. Am a- I wrong? Do I remember that you also had an administrative position at the school? Well, uh, it's interesting, and that was going to be part of my story. But yes, I was um, very involved in the front office. Yeah, that was another. I remember click. that? I'm just yeah. now remembering that. I'm yeah. sorry. When I talk about the different cliques that you operate, that one, yeah, one of them mine was, was the front school office. administration. Yeah, mine. Yes, mine was. Um, I was in this sort of receptionist clique with other mm-hmm. people that were kind of rolling calls for the school administration. Yes, because they've got to return a ton of calls. Yeah. Well, that, what happens is it's like, hey, we got these textbooks, or then it's like we're trying to close a deal with, um, you know, this teacher to come over. And uh, on under an overall, and so sure. do all his teaching for you yeah. guys. Um, different, like whatever uh, coaches that were on a holding deal somewhere else. Uh-huh. Kind of, but anyway, such a competitive. It's a, such a competitive boarding school. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad to be out of that. Are so competitive yes. world, yeah, because it was um, it was a pressure cooker. Yeah, and I just about popped. Yeah. So I remember one day going uh, to see Madame Brioche for my daily. Um, 
like rough washing with like a pumice stone mm-hmm. where uh, she would, uh, you know, try and scrape some of it off. Yeah. And this, you know, it was like nine, ten started like these feelings that you don't understand are starting to sort of sure. come over you. And I remember being watched by Madame Brioche, uh, and something is kind of swelling downstairs. You know what I mean? I'm like, what is this? I've never like experienced this before. Yeah. Um, but it's also it's punching through the casing, and it's making yeah. a very loud noise, like you know that shattering noise that, sure. that it would make, like a, like yeah. like the sound effect they use when an egg is about to crack in like Jurassic Park or yes, something. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. But loud, really, yeah. really yeah, loud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so Madame Brioche is it's it's very difficult to hide that this is happening because it's also kind of spraying shards mm-hmm. everywhere um mm-hmm. as it goes. And that was uh that was kind of my, my first experience that I remember with like that having could be one pretty of these embarrassing things. Yeah. and I'm cringing hearing yeah. this, but I'm also kind of laughing a little bit and I'm proud of you for telling it. Now, Jason, I remember you got sent, if I'm not wrong, and I I might have you mix up, but you had in your hometown here in America, killed a bully for being intolerant. Yes. And so they had to kind of ship you over there because mm-hmm. isn't intolerance a pet peeve of yours? I really don't like it. Mm. You know, for me, I am – I have no tolerance for intolerance. Easy, okay. easy. You know what I mean? That's but have of, you ever questioned is that that itself is a logical fallacy? I mean – And that you might I actually be the one who's intolerant? Perhaps. Perhaps I'm existing in a world in which my intolerance towards intolerance is itself. Something to think about. That the, maybe you are the, the only intolerant, intolerant person in the world. I get it. Yeah. Uh, and maybe – yeah, maybe – and I wouldn't be surprised if in time we found out that all of the world's intolerance is stemming from my systemic m- yeah. mistrust mm. of intolerance. Yeah. But that is a, a bridge we'll have to cross when we come to it. Um I was, yeah, no, in order to um, avoid uh, criminal prosecution, mm-hmm. uh, my parents smuggled me out of the country. Mm-hmm. Um, and and once I was in international waters and knew the government couldn't touch me, we started looking around at different schools and where yeah. I could go, yeah. you know, because it was pretty pretty quick they got me out. And um, I remember a lot of buzz around the front office when we did finally nab you. It was big because I was being pretty heavily sought mm-hmm. um, by a bunch of places, both mm-hmm. because they wanted my athletic prowess, yeah, uh, but they also, and I, this is very tied into what we're doing, they wanted someone who had already gone through puberty. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, because I think, I don't know if you guys remember this, but like it was it was when I came into the school, it wasn't just like new kid arrives is instantly cool, takes over, right. blah, blah, blah. It was that they were looking for people to help shepherd everybody through puberty. Yeah, right. somebody. Because you, know, like you were, I mean, like a Sherpa. A, yeah, you were an adult. I was basically an adult. Yes. yes. You know, just for having gone through puberty, I had a, I had a, a mustache already. Very, very, yeah. I was very hairy. I'd had sex already, even mm-hmm. though I was 12 years old. Well, I you, I mean, 13, the, I, mean yeah. I should say this, the bully who you had killed was your wife. Yes. So so to say you had sex already is an understatement. Sure. And right. You were in a marital. I, w- I yeah. was. I was. You know, uh, and it was and a given. It was the kind of wedding that, uh, you know, her little brother conducted in the backyard. But yeah. uh, okay. uh, when I make an oath, when I swear mm-hmm. an oath, yeah. it is my word is bond. Yeah. And to feel that – to see someone you were that close to and had that bond with being intolerant, I well, can understand why that would result in rage. It, like, And you're right to say rage because it was a kind of blind rage that mm. I – you know, didn't wake up from for, for yeah. two days, you yeah. know. Yeah. It was um, – I really don't even like to think about it. It was it was a harrowing uh, – I hope to never 
come into contact with that kind of intolerance again. Mm-hmm. Can we hear some of the things that she was intolerant of? Oh, of, yeah, of course. Um, for me, it began with her. She was intolerant. We okay. There was a place in my t- in my hey, town hey, growing up. I, I don't even. I, you know what? Take I don't even want to because I don't want to send you back there in a rush. There was a place in my town. Uh, I grew up in kind of like a, a beach town, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and there was a place that would do like beachside you slices of pizza, you know, fries. Oh, kind yeah. of oh stuff. I love that. They haul those, up, they go, those boats go out and they haul up the big nets full of pizza. <laughs> yep. Just, mm-hmm. yep. They spill out all over the boat. Oh yeah, you know we've all seen um, deadliest catch. Or Wicked Tuna. You know, like, that's the kind of environment I grew up in, you know. Mm-hmm. Big, burly men going out to sea, coming back with, you know, pizzas or fries, uh, nets full of them, except for the years, of course, that we'd yeah that we'd over, overfished. <laughs> overfished the pizza and fries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like a red tide. Those were a the marinara well, we didn't tide. Know marinara, then. Yeah, the, the tomato yeah. sauce tide. We didn't know uh, the sort of life cycle of the pizza. We didn't know. And that, okay, and that perfectly segues. We went down to get a pizza. Oh, yeah, that's right. And there was no pizza. Mm -hmm. Okay. There was no pizza. And I said, do you think that maybe we're catching too many pizzas? Mm. Mm. And she said, I, there will never be no pizzas. I, I think that's moronic. To even say that is stupid. We can we can go and get as – and this is what she said. She said, God will give us as many pizzas as we want because God made the ocean. Wow. Oh. And you shouldn't even question yeah. his plan to uh-huh. feed us mm-hmm. because he can turn water into wine. He can turn fish into many. He can turn uh, barnacles into pizza, whatever so, he wants okay. for us. You know, and I. So she was kind of intolerant of agreeing right. with you on yeah. this pizza. Yeah, day. yeah, yeah. And you famously, yeah. you know, you don't believe like the God made the ocean stuff. That's not your. You believe that the devil made the ocean. I do. I do. Mm-hmm. I, God made the land. The devil made the ocean. That's mm-hmm. the deal they made. That's the pact they had. And the devil's trying to drown us. Why do you think so many? Why do you think so many people die there. in the ocean? Yeah. Oh yeah, because it's it's and the nobody devil's. ever dies on land. Have you ever noticed this? Yeah. Have you have you ever noticed? Much? Yeah. By the way, yeah. that's what it is. Everybody on land is angels. Yeah. Every, everything in the ocean is demons and mm-hmm. devils. And if we ever find that lost city of Atlantis, boy, oh, I hope they don't, you know, yeah. cross your path. Oh, because please. Be Not interested. Of, Not up. interested, people of Atlantis, yeah. if you're listening. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so she died. You killed her. I killed her. <laughs> Yeah, I killed her. Which you know, uh, I, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, um, it is what it is. Uh, and then wound up, you know, coming to coming to Geneva and to and Boisley say uh, Boisley say, and really, you know, that's really where I feel like I came to life in a lot yeah. of ways. I feel like the I would not be the person I am now. You know, in Hollywood, working as an actor, as a writer, just mm-hmm. out there putting myself out there. I would not be doing any of that if it hadn't been for finding that school mm-hmm. and and the kind of rites of passage that it allowed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There is sort of a little, like, uh, network. It's true. There's oh. kind of a Boisley say. I feel like people like, talk a lot about, like, all the Harvard, yeah. the Lampoon uh, legacy. I haven't yeah. heard about that. Um, it's like, you know what? Good. Yeah. yeah. Good. I'm it's glad you like haven't. A, I'm glad you haven't because that's actually progress. It's like a boys yeah. we say like. Kind yeah. Of thing. Mm. Yeah. It's the boy. It was the boys we say before the boys we say. Yeah. You okay. know, kind but we of have like, like groundlings. I'm a, it's funny. I was so 
in this world, I obviously yeah. working in the administration of, a, mm-hmm. of an elite boarding school. And the amount of removed I have become. Yeah. Of course, at the time, you know, I came to the school in a somewhat unorthodox way. I was recruiting people for sort of a positive ISIS. Like, uh, yep. it was. Yeah. Um, Nisis? A, Nisis. Wasn't it called Nisis? <laughs> it was <laughs> Nisis. And so it was a lot of their same ideas in terms of like let's all stick together sure. and um, yes. you know us versus spending them. actually t- spending time together not you know but it was all this technology it was nice guys versus mean guys mm-hmm, and yes. um, and I had been recruited myself I of course had been uh, I grew up on a bean farm and uh, and so I was like um, had this crazy baked bean recipe that wound up resulting in this huge multinational corporation and then I went and ran Coca-Cola for a little while mm-hmm. and then I got sort of sick of that and I said well let me get in touch with some young people um, like me I yeah. was very young mm-hmm. and uh, and so I went and I'm recruiting for NISIS and of course I'm a natural um Recruiter, just because I'm yeah. super charming and people like talking to me. You're mm-hmm. like great first. Impression. I say this all the time. One of the greatest talkers, one of the greatest salesmen I've ever known. <laughs> yeah, and there's a warmth there. Yep, that's so natural and authentic. Oh yeah, that you can't help but be drawn to me. Yeah. And people and all the time. Ryan, you say yep, 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 yep. No, it's, so, it goes, it's all one it thing. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah, yep. and it goes up. And see, and. Uh, but yeah, in general, like somebody meets me at a party for 10, 15 minutes, they walk away going like, wow, I'd like to talk to that guy that again. That went by so that fast. That went first well. Yeah, yeah, because it's very easy and natural. So obviously the boarding schools noticed that, and uh, they let me run the phones for a little while. Mm-hmm. And then I started to kind of peek in on some of the classes and go, hey, does anybody here like nice guys? And anybody who said, yeah, you're out. Hmm. Mm. You're hmm. out. Because we don't need to help them. Yeah. Uh-huh. We need the mean guys to get into NISIS. Interesting. Uh, okay. Now, of course, that resulted in something I could not have foreseen, which, which was they did drop the ISIS. N off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it and it was, I kind of put them all in one place yeah. Yeah. to kind of be mean you together. You are, uh, and unknowingly, mm-hmm. you were unknowingly the architect and recruiter. And even yeah. telling this story, Jason, I'm we cringing. I am cringing. But we all have these puberty stories, yeah. don't we? And still, oh, like yeah. the listed founder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's it, but we all have these stories from puberty. Yeah, no, it's embarrassing. Yeah. You sort of are so young and your hormones are going crazy. Yeah. yeah. And you don't and know, does this girl like me? Am sure. I creating ISIS? Suddenly, you know, you can't it, tell. Things that were things that were normal. A year before yeah. now seem emotionally like a roller coaster. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, and it was and it was good, you know, in a way because I got to do a lot of dating and I sort of discovered sure. myself and I learned how to really finger and oh, do yeah. other moves. That I remember um, when you when came in. I remember when you came in after fingering someone i don't remember who and I should, it was. Yeah. well i should say it was a boys school so yeah. these were the women of the town yeah the way yeah it, but it was mm-hmm. mostly a town for divorced divorced older women that yeah. was where they would kind and, of congregate and I will say, yeah. like barnacles yeah. around Elisa. Yeah. madame brioche was yeah of course yeah. a divorced older woman and there was and there was a few of them and you had the, that was the thing about being friends with you which was great is like you because you worked 
in the office, mm-hmm. you had access to all mm-hmm. those women. You knew their stories. You knew who was lonely. You knew who was on their period. You knew all mm-hmm. the stuff mm-hmm. that was so important. That such good information to have for us, you know, to be like, oh, great. Who do we need to talk? Who should we be chatting up? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and more importantly, who's on their period? Yeah, or who's not? Or who's not, you know? For a change. Yeah, because yeah. I know the three of us love to fuck girls on their periods, but like— uh, like a couple of other our other friends were like not into it, which was what made More our friend group, which was made our friend group great because we weren't like six guys competing for all the girls on the rag. Mm-hmm. Even though in the school it was good because they all synced up. Yeah, well, you had your moon charts. Oh yeah, like you would. Just yeah, no, this is a, a lot of people of don't moon. know that now. There's like apps that track your periods and stuff. Mm-hmm. But back when we were in school, and everybody will know this just from like puberty stuff. Yeah. You know, and you remember. Yeah. You remember when you started filling out moon charts for the girls you, you were interested moon, in, yeah. and you and that embarrassment that like you know this is like a universal thing that em- embarrassing moment when one girl you're hooking up with sees the other girl's moon chart uh-huh. and is like, wait a second, did you think I was Katie, you know, okay. and I'm like, and yeah. cut to she's not on her period, in yeah. which case I'm not interested. Like, oh, no, it's okay. Yeah, yeah it's well, fine. It's fine. Yeah. What are you going to do with that? Yeah. So, um, yeah, but no, I love these universal experiences. And if anybody wants to send in money now. Yeah. Yes. Um, just a reminder, you know, obviously it's very fun. And are it's we very able funny. to tally it? You know, three men talking about women's periods. Obviously, that's not the kind of thing that's free. This is premium content, you know. Yeah. We're not doing yeah. this for us. Let me see. I think Kevin is keeping track of some of this stuff. Kevin! Kevin! Hi. Hi. Have you so seen we've done Brad? all this puberty stuff. Have you seen Brad's status? I haven't yet. No, no me neither. Um, get, come on, get up, come here. What's going on? We we did all this puberty stuff. I just want to see, like, uh, how are we tracking those, the money from this, the money that's coming in? Um, Twitter. T- Twitter. Okay. Is it, you're, you're watching on Twitter? Are yeah. people, put, are people tweeting the hashtag uh, Hollywood handbook and then the f- amount of money they're sending? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Tiny Kevin, I feel like you are not, not informed. I feel you're wrong. I couldn't be more informed. Have you seen uh, American Assassin? Uh, no, I've not. Yeah, I've I not. haven't either. I've yeah, it looks great though. It looks great. I haven't been, but I mean that that word. That's the we're in a Keaton sans Keaton yeah. sans mm-hmm. uh, Kevin, and it also would be you know like we're doing all this stuff for charity. It would be nice if you pitch in a little bit. Sure. Do you have any? Like, do you have, do you any? have a puberty story? I also meant I meant money. Oh, but if oh, you want oh, to oh. tell a puberty story, that's fine too. But do you have any money? You see Here, Battle of the Sexes. Here's five dollars. No, I don't like the title. Yeah, I don't think sex should be a battle. No. Um, this isn't really a. But I love Emma. A, sure, she's. I love her. and you just should be nice about she's it. She's a treasure. I love her. Yeah. yeah, I love her. I think she's great, and I love, of course, you know, um, Steve. Can Steve be, is. Steve can be pretty funny. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh no! Absolutely! Oh yeah, Dan in real life. Oh yeah, so on funny. the pancakes. On the pancakes. pancakes. I saw that poster six, seven times and thought it was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw that poster in the theater. Yeah, and, and tennis. I love tennis. Oh, is that what it's about? Yes, any tennis thing. Uh, okay. You know. Tennis is like boxing. Uh, when I was in eighth grade, um, I didn't really understand how razors work, and I was going on a date, and I had a bad with who? What was this? What was the date? Uh, it was with a girl in my class. Um, Same age? Yes. Um, hmm. 
Okay. Kevin, uh, quick lesson. You're either going older or you're going younger. Same age as okay. a lateral move, and it's not helping you at all. That's not good for anyone. I have a that's, diff- like a way, that's like a non-date. Okay. What's I, her name? Uh, Caitlin. What's her last name? <laughs> Doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> Weird last name. <laughs> yeah. Is that, uh, Dutch? Caitlin doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Uh, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs> but I had a bad unibrow, and I didn't really know how razors work, and so I was trying to sh- shave it off. Oh, boy. What do you mean you don't know how they work? Well, had you not been shaving your face all this time? Not well. No. Oh, okay. Uh, and I shaved off half my eyebrow. What do you Wait, mean? do we have a Harry's ad work. for this episode? <laughs> is this good to be uh, saying? Is, is this, like, is this promotion? I think actually Harry's is saying we have to do like a free one. Like they're not saying we have to actually. They're asking if we might. It'd be really nice because you know they have not been getting the return. How about, yes. how about, how about this Harry's Dollar Shave Club? Oh, oh wow. Yeah, and we just okay. remind them that's out there for us. How about that Harry's? Yeah, they'll like that. We That's like talking they a, threaten us, we threaten them. That's like back. talking yeah. to Casper about Lisa. Oh. Yeah. Okay, do we have a Casper today? No. Okay. What great. do we have? Uh Second City uh Second City? Second City yeah. Training Center. Yeah. A lot of people turned that down. A lot of people weren't willing to do it. A lot of the hosts felt like it was maybe that I maybe Besser would be mad or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You but know you guys were we like said? give me that money. It's all yeah. cash. All give me that money. <laughs> And then now we've been, been trying to we've been trying to get Besser to pay us to stop doing it. So you we're doing are, ads for his his you, podcast on here. Today. Yeah, today we're Improv doing ads for human his ads. Yeah. No, it's a new thing. Oh, oh, it's oh, a oh. Howl special thing. Yeah, yeah. the it's musical a punk one. rock musical. Yep. Mm-hmm. You involved in that? No, mm. but I heard about it. Uh, did they want you involved? I know. I know. I, I was yeah. not asked. Uh, I, I'm assuming that. Uh, okay, so we're in good company. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's great. But we're doing an app for that, and it's like, you gonna be mad if we do an app for that? We don't know. Yeah. But a lot of people turned it down. I think, assuming he'd be bad. Interesting. <laughs> when I was in sixth grade, I uh, wait. That's is this the story same is story? Over? Is that same that other story wait, over? Hold on. That's, 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 that's the whole story. Are you editing that story? Yeah, I mean, I shaved half my eyebrow because I didn't know how a razor worked. It sounds like the razor slipped. It sounds like you know exactly how it worked. How did the date go? It was bad. I I have my sunglasses on almost the whole time. Oh, no. Yeah. Wow. And then I blame the eyebrow thing. No. Folkley's? Folkley's, yeah. Yeah. Um, I said a friend did it as a prank. To seem smart, cool. Ugh, yeah. smart. like that jackass style prank. Yeah, exactly. Like a, a really funny prank. How far did you get? Uh, it, ended, it was pretty quick. We went miniature. Like you golfing. didn't last very long. You mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, no, mm-hmm. I didn't last at all. Um, pretty quick at miniature golfing is like good. That means you're doing well. Yeah, that yeah. means like <laughs> every hole, like <laughs> in and out of there, under par. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, if you're doing if a, a bad date at mini golf takes forever. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. You can have a mini golf date yeah. that lasts four or five hours. Oh yeah, you can wind up there overnight. Oh yeah, and you know that they uh, have a mini at a lot of mini golf places. They have like a jail cell for people that fly into rages. Yeah, uh, like a holding cell kind of thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. so you can actually get stuck there for quite and a while. And often there's like a pirate in there. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Sometimes those are just batting cages <laughs> that they stick you in. Yeah, no helmet. Nope. But in sixth grade, I got to go on a date with a girl a year older than you me. You got to go on a date? <laughs> you want to win a contest? 
<laughs> grab the raffle at the fucking what family like school bus oh. safety poetry contest. You get to go out on, on a date with the, one of the girls. Uh, Tiny Kevin, you're allowed to go on a date with this girl now that you were hand, your name got picked out of this hat. Now that you won seven up. <laughs> Yeah, I got to. I think it's nice that you think of a date that way. Had you had childhood cancer? What, like, was it a I pity? I get to go on a date. Oh, I beat cancer. Now I get to go on a date. No. With Karen uh, McManus. Yeah. What was uh, her name? Yeah, uh, Andrea. Her name? And last name as well? Uh, Martin. Uh, Martin, yeah. Andrea Martin. Oh, wow. Yeah, older lady. Yeah, she was older then. Um but I hit puberty first in my class, so I think I, I looked older than I was. And we actually dated for two years. Uh, she was also your age? She was a year older. Oh, okay. But You uh, dated for two years in hmm. sixth grade? Yeah. You had. Does Kevin strike me so, as a guy who hit puberty first that's, in his uh, class? There are so many. <laughs> like, I feel like this, we're playing three lies, no holes. truths right now. <laughs> Did he get puberty first in his class? That's what and then saying. have a two-year girlfriend in middle school. Also, how do you know? How close track are you keeping that you know you were first? Yeah, yeah. Well, did, were you keeping people's moon charts? <laughs> no. And it's like, uh, what was the class then? I was. Pre- yeah, I was pretty. Tall. You, wait, I know. I get it. Were you homeschooled? No, I was not. <laughs> Were you homeschooled and the only other people in school were your That's younger, your younger siblings? That's adding yeah. up. That Because that makes sense. For you to be the first person who hits puberty. Also, going on a date with an older woman. Yep. And and if you're homeschooled <laughs> this might be mom. with like no social circle, you would think, oh, I get to go on yeah. a date. Like yeah. That is how you would phrase it. Because right. it's like and just I, like getting to leave I can house. appreciate your parents trying to give you social skills by allowing you to date. But yep. I think it's weird. If the person you ended up dating for two years was, like, a sibling? Related, yeah. Yes, yeah. that's sort of scary. <clears throat> so do I give, like, $5 for that story? Is yeah, it you pay us. Yeah, yeah, you're getting to tell the story. You pay us a good and, amount of yeah. dough. And are people's, that's the other thing. Are people, I'm assuming people are sending in not just money but their own puberty stories because we should make people pay for their puberty that stories. That costs to be, money for them yeah. to submit their puberty stories. So it's like stories. a Patreon at different yes. levels. Yeah, you get to give more or less money. Yes, and we and we look at the puberty stories. We don't like put them out on here. And this is all the rules of this are on 4chan. Is that right? Uh-huh. Everything's right. on a 4chan yeah. page that you yes. guys keep. <laughs> yeah, yes, that's right. we've been sort of slipping with the moderation of that. We're only going in every other day right now. Yeah. But um, yeah, uh, it's hashtag uh, puberate for free. And uh, and it's um it's just about money for us. It's about money and That's it's great. about cringing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's just it's so uncomfortable. It's yeah. but it's funny. It's I mean, so, it can be we all funny know, to we be, all remember to have your skin crawl. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because you relate. Ooh, you it's remember. like you know what it's it's my favorite thing, which is cringe comedy. Uh huh. Yes. It's such cringe comedy. Have you you know about the British Office? No. What do you mean? The, there's a British, there's a British version of The Office uh-huh. where it's all cringe comedy. What? And they took so some they of the, took yeah. the Steve Carell show, uh huh, and they made their version of it, just, and it's yeah. all and they cringe. loaded a syringe up with cringe comedy and injected a cringe syringe. some of those. Yeah. Same you can imagine stories. your boss doing a dance. I can't even like say it, oh. but imagine that your boss did a dance or just telling a joke. 
and it's and it, your skin crawls because oh, you, but yeah. it's because you recognize yourself in it. Sure. Well, that's the and I'll I'll try it, but that stuff doesn't work for me. Like I I tried to watch that Seinfeld show, but the George character I could not. It made yeah. me so uncomfortable. He's so frustrating. He's, he makes me cringe. You he know? makes it, me uh, crazy. It's cringe comedy. Mm-hmm. Now I wonder if we should have Ryan tell a puberty story, and I shudder to do this because he is such a like like he will go so gross so quickly. He is, you know? yeah, and uh, he's the original fairy well, we brother. I, I'm surprised you guys let Ryan talk on mic. Well, just because other of people rep. can't hear this, he's I don't know. Of his rep. the stuff that we have been hearing during this whole conversation, we, like other people will not be able to hear because he's on a separate channel. Got we it. edit out so many of his gross singers. Yes. Um, so yes, he. Is, so the Ranch Master General is here. <laughs> <laughs> you want to know a puberty story? Uh, Ryan, Ryan. Okay, oh, it's already begun. Here we go. It's Ryan, try, to, begun. try to keep His it rated. Lied. Try to keep what, it rated hard R yeah. and not NC seventeen. <laughs> what this people time. can't see is the licking of his lips that he's doing oh, just no. to keep him moist. Ugh. When Ryan talks that little red E next to her podcast thing, they have it like it's flashing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that we should say that if you are underage, you should not listen. You should skip ahead. Don't, Ryan. Yeah, how long is this story going to be? Eleven minutes. This is post puberty only. Yeah, eleven minute story. I don't even remember puberty. Here we oh, go. Classic. Oh, here we I go. wonder classic why you blacked that out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Too much peach schnapps. Am Uh-oh. I right? I just woke up one day and I was fully grown. Mm-hmm, down Ew. there. Yeah. And he pointed. Oh, and he was fully grown, and then he took it out and yeah. slapped the table with it. I mean, we, oh, all, we all wake up fully grown, Ryan, at some point, but only you could make it sound that way. <laughs> yeah. And then what happened? That, that was it. The rest of the day. Mm-hmm. I just slept the rest of the day. You didn't go to school? No. Oh wait, you didn't go to school, did you? No, I was no, one of those was guys. Forbidden from yeah. school. Mm. You were a like a feral child, <laughs> yeah. not feral audio. <laughs> yeah. A feral child, wasn't a it? Feral earwolf yeah. child. I'm trying to remember your backstory, but it was just you and Tucker Max, right? <laughs> had, like a, had like a little treehouse situation out in the woods. Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And then you two would get into who knows what kind of mischief. Both of you waking up fully grown. <laughs> okay. Yep, that's okay. my story. Oh, How much yeah. did that well, one? That's, that cost. was very gross. Uh, yeah, it was sick. And for $100. anybody listening, we're probably going to edit out the whole middle of it. Yeah. Um, I didn't need to hear a lot of that, and I didn't need any of those yeah, visuals. The upskirt no. stuff. Yeah. I don't agree with. Yeah. To me... That's almost a violation. Yeah. Oh, it there. borders on it. And I didn't like. I feel like a lot of that, which is why I think you guys should cut it out. Yeah. I, I think a lot of that is probably still like cold cases. Uh huh. A lot of those are probably still like active. Yeah. That this is admissible as evidence. I think that in yeah. a bunch of different trials. Yeah, and I think that yeah. in and of itself uh, yeah. would and be I, reason to cut it out. Yeah. And I think that there's uh, also many people who are serving on death row would want to hear that. Yeah. Because I think there's well, been a bunch of wrong convictions. Someone like, even not someone who's in prison, but someone like Anthony Cumia, it seems like took the blame for a lot of stuff that Ryan was doing. <laughs> Well, yeah, absolutely, Kumia. I mean, you gotta, you can't not bring up that. Sure, 
Kumia has been a victim of Ryan's sinister pranks. Yes, that Ryan was and the one also, lurking around Times Square. Based on just like what was an aside in this, I oh, think yeah. that we would very likely have Anthony Weiner as the mayor of New York currently <laughs> if Ryan had not sent a couple of text messages, you said? Was that what you said? Just sent a couple of text messages? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because you had access somehow to Huma Abedin's clo- computer? He cloned their, her <laughs> I mean, IP this, address The or specificity something? was really intense. It seems like the presidential election could have worked out differently. If yeah. For to me, some of Ryan's the fact that Connor and Lacey Peterson still don't have justice. Yes. And that Scott's sitting there on and the that our boy And that our boy that, SP is still in prison. And yes. that Ryan's cackling as he talks about another one of his fiendish creations. Yeah. That's a quote. And I loved that. How, I loved how you said, "Do you have you guys ever heard of the BTK killer? Like, obviously yeah. we have. Yeah, we all know the BTK killer. In this very killer. proud way. Yeah. Ugh, I don't like it. Yeah, although that one wasn't as bad because when we said yes, then he just went like, we'll check out the BK killer. And then he smashed a Whopper in front of us. <laughs> and I will say it was, was a, light, it was a lot. It yeah. was a lot, but you ate it quick. Yeah. You seemed hungry after that green juice. Well, hey, come <laughs> on. You know, I, I can't eat just rabbit food. <laughs> so puberty is. It's not all like green drinks and apricots for yeah. you, Sean. Mm-mm, can't just all be rabbit food. This was $2 off. It's scary. It's funny. <laughs> Discount green drink? It was. It said, if it, was, it said it, if it was a particular date on the label, it was $2 off, and I went for it. Smart. We'll see. So puberty is weird, but we proved that you can make money off it, um, and it can be a job. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for anybody struggling right now with mm-hmm. their puberty, just remember, in you know, a couple decades, you're going to be able to sort of cash in on this. Look at us. Yeah, yeah. The more you know? the more cringeworthy, the better. Mm. Yeah. Um. And then what else, Jason? Did you want to talk about anything else? I'm not particularly. Yeah, I'm just no. like, yeah. who's your guy on the show? My guy on the show is named Jay. Mm. Jay. Okay. And what's Jay like? You know, he's like a classic one of those kids going through puberty. He's one of the kids. He's going yeah. through puberty. You know, right. and he's got a uh, his thing is that he's. Um, Everybody else doesn't know what to do, and he's mm-hmm. got it all figured out because he's in a uh, he has developed a sexual relationship with his pillow, mm. where he heats up Ziploc baggies full of Amy's organic lentil soup, mm. puts them oh. in a slit in the pillow, and then fucks the pillow. Oh, is he based on Jay Farrow or Big Jay Okerson? I'd rather not say. Okay, but both. You're drawing uh, from a lot of different yeah. sources, uh, but both. Yeah. Okay, and Ricky Jay. I understand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. And is he cutting up a little bit? And J.J. Watt. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. And he's cutting up yeah. a little bit? He's cutting up? Yeah, is he cutting up? Oh, oh, yeah, of? yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you he's meant, with a pillow. Cut he's up. cutting up a pillow. No, 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 no. He's goofing around. Oh, no, he's, a real, he, he's a real goofball. He also does magic. At the end of uh-huh. a long day. He also like, that's the Ricky J element. <laughs> that's the Ricky J element. Mm-hmm. Card tricks, close-up magic. The stage. Yep, David Mamet loves the show. Okay, because of his love for Ricky J. Ricky yeah. J. Yeah, yeah, has a great monologue in uh, this Gus Van Sant movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can you you want to do it? Yeah, um, <sighs> in his voice. It's it's still I know it's kind of a party trick. It still blows my mind that you can see any movie once and remember every line from it. 
This has been the case since I met you yeah. decades ago, and it is mind performing entire movies. Yeah, at a and, party. It's, and it's, some people might be thinking <clears throat> it seemed like he was struggling to even pull the name of the movie when he first. It's almost it. yeah. Some people I've heard some people say like, "Oh, you almost have to like do a bunch of talking around it while he thinks of what he's gonna do before he does it, like to give him a little bit of a buffer." But like that's not it at all. You are chomping at the bit. To do this monologue. Oh yeah, I'm so anxious, and I and I and I'm always ready to be. And I never say this to a guest. Hey, shut up! <laughs> you know, Cause I'm trying to do my Ricky J monologue oh. from the movie, the name I know of. But we are out of time. Damn it! Bye. What was the movie about? You guys should do an episode that is just mm-hmm. like Sean's top monologues. Oh, that would be good. We wouldn't have to book a guest for that necessarily. That's, that That'd is be a great. great idea. That would be. We might want to do it next week tough for you guys because oh, call, next we week. might do it next week. Hayes out of town. Oh yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, and I don't really uh, know what to do when he leaves. Yeah, just so just you giving us a general idea. That's good. That's big. Yeah, I mean it would be really great. Thanks, thanks, Jason. Thank you guys. It's called Last Days. Bye. I'm a horny girl wolf. This has been an Earwolf production. Executive produced by Scott Ackerman, Colin Anderson, and Chris Bannon. For more information and content, visit Earwolf.com. Ow. That was a HeadGum Podcast.